This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Agun Erev Shabbos Rav as we prepare for Parshas Re'eh, Habolinu Latoiva. So, um, bear with me, we've been looking into the sugya of Bar Mitzvah, Ketanim, Gedoylem. It's a very important chakira, very interesting chakira. And that is, uh, the Mishnah says in Avais, in Parakeh, Mishnah Chafalif Ben Shalosh Esrei Lemitzvahis. Now one is not Chayv in Mitzvahis until they're 13 years old. So, the, you know, I always say in life, in order to enjoy something, you have to learn about it. The more you know about it, the more, uh, the more Gishmak it is, the more enjoyable it is. So, so let's think about the concept that you're only Chayv in Mitzvahis when one becomes 13. What does that mean? Does that mean until one is 13, they're not, they don't have to do it? There's no responsibility at all. They don't have to do any mitzvahs. Maybe their father has to train them, but they're completely putter. And if they violate something, they don't require any punishment at all. Or is it avada, they're chayiv in mitzvahs? It's just they don't get punished if they don't do it. Is it they have no chayiv? Or is it they do have a chayiv, it's just they have no oinash? For example, I'll give you an afkamina. Let's say a person remembers, they're 50 years old, and they remember, when I was 8 years old, I was so fresh to my mother one time, I was so chutzpahdik. Do you need to do tshuva for that? Or, no, I, I wasn't mechuyiv. There's no mitzvah on me. Does a child have to keep the Torah? It's just he doesn't get punished, or he doesn't have to keep the Torah. For example, a Gentile. A Gentile doesn't have to keep the Torah. So, does a child have to keep the Torah? When we say Ben Yud Gimel Shana Lemitzvah, is it to the Chiv or only to the Einash? Or, or it doesn't really matter right now. Or you have big, bigger things on your mind. No! There's nothing more important right now than to understand this. I think a Ben Das is Chayim Kriyashma. The father, it says, katan lenanea oviv chayiv to give him a little vanessa. It doesn't say he has to shake it. Well, I heard from a woman once that if Sadiq going to Gimel Shalek, because he was a baby, he hit the mother. You know, I say, you give back to the mother. Okay, the, that, that means, did you ever, do you have to do that? It's brought in Shulchan Arch? It's brought in Shulchan Arch that when you're two months old, you woke up your mother in the night, you have to do tshuva? <laughs> you don't have to do tshuva, a lot of tshuva then. <laughs> So there are two Gemaras in Shas. It's a very interesting topic, okay? Halt cup. There's a Gemara in Yavamas. Okay, you want to learn Yavamas? You can get what you want. Okay. Dr. Ullman wrote a Nobel, the Nobel Prize wrote a... There's a, there's a, a klal, Ein Isr Chal You know what that means? One Avera cannot be Chal on another. Therefore, a Zar, you know what a Zar is? A non-Kayin, that did Malika, that means he did a Shechita with his finger, on Shabbos, so he's doing two things wrong. He's violating Shabbos, and he's violating Zoros, because a nine kayin can't do an Avodah. So a non kayin of Zara that does Malika on Shabbos, how many carbon chatas does he have to bring? One. Because the Isser of Shabbos, which came later, is not Chal on the Isser of Zoros. He was always a Zara. He was always a non kayin The moment he was born, he was a non kayin And the Isser of Shabbos came uh, this week. This Shabbos, today. So the Yisra of Shabbos is not Chal on the Yisra of Zar, and therefore he only brings one carbon Chatas. However, says the Gemara, there is a time that the Yisra of Shabbos and the Yisra of Zoros come simultaneously. 
How is that? How, how does the Isser of violating Shabbos and the Isser of violating Zarus come simultaneously? If a child becomes Bar Mitzvah on Shabbos, so Shabbos and being a non-Koyen, meaning the Isser of Shechting as a non-Koyen, are coming at the exact same time. Shabbos came when Shabbos came, and Bar Mitzvah came as Shabbos came. So therefore they come simultaneously, the Yisra of Shabbos, and the Yisra of Shechting as a non-Kayin, and in that case you'll take a bring two carbon chatois. That's the Gemara in Nivam Islam and Gemara. And Alpha Hacha May Isr Bas Achas Ika Ika Hacha Zar Shashimesh Bishabis Kagain the Icy Shte Saris Bishabis. The two here is popped out on Shabbos. The Havile Zaros Vishabis Bahadiadadi. Okay? Wait a second. Very nice you became a bar mitzvah this Shabbos. But a katan is now to violate the Torah. It's just that he doesn't get punished. So why would we view it that the Isser of Shechting as a non-Kayin is coming at this moment, but a non-Kayin is never allowed to Shecht, even as a 10-year-old. It's just he won't get punished, but he's not to do it, right? So you see from this Gemara that there is no Isser at all on a Katan to violate the Torah. You hear? Where, where's the remote for the... The Kharchila. Avada. What do you mean? That's what the Gemara says. Avada. It's only Bezin Matsuvim Lafrishai, but it doesn't say he's Matsuvanatu. That's what the Gemara says. The Gemara says the Isser is not Chal until the moment of his Bar Mitzvah. But if Taka was Asr, and it's just not, um, he's just not punished, so then the Isser of Zaros came before. That's one Gemara. Uh, then we have a different Gemara, Gemara in Sanhedrin. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says that a katan is Mitzvah Nisurim. A katan that has relations with the behemah, we kill the behemah. Right? What's that luck if somebody has relations with an animal? We kill the both of them. Why? Why the animal? Because the animal caused the takala. Made somebody do an avera. So what if the animal, the katan, had relations with the behemah? The halacha is that we kill the behemah. The lashon of the Gemara in Sanhedrin is because the animal brought a takala to the katan. On the katan, the Gemara says, we have rachmanas and we don't punish the katan. But we're not merachim on the behemah. Question. How did the animal bring a takala to the katan? Didn't bring a takala. There's no sir. It's a raya that there is an isser for a katan, it's just he's not nenash. So this is a famous stira. The Gemara in Yivama says, Mashma, that the isser of shechting as a non-koyen is not chal on a person until they're exactly 13 years old. It's not even usser. And the Gemara in Sanhedrin is mashma, that for a katan to, be, to live with a behemah, it's usser. That's why we kill the behemah, because he brought a katakala to the katan, just we don't punish the katan. No? I don't know. She didn't have to. Stam, she wasn't chayv. She's for sure not chayv to do that. So this is the kasha, the chalkas yoyev, the kinskarav. Look at this. The chalkas yoyev, oyachayim simen aleph. He's a tam of the avnei nezer, number three. 
Hine vze yeshtiro sugis beshas in Sanhedrin mavuar de katan abal behema takala nami ika rakrahmano de khasila velen yonish vilo be yavanas aminan achen dan achamina bizar shashimes beshavas have isr basachas comes or sameach and he says a dover niflamoid is mamish geschmackalamdas i would not use this for a bar mitzvah shatol <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be talking about you know. Okay, but there's a geshmak alamdas. Who decided that you're not chayiv to keep the Torah until you're 13 years old? I mean, it should be if you have das, you're chayiv. If you don't have das, you're not chayiv. They had the rush writes in a tshuva in Klal Tezayin number five that it's like all the shiurim of the Torah. It's halach l'mashmisinai. Okay. The fact that a, a child is not have to do mitzvahs until he's 13, it's, it's a halach l'mash misina. It's not, it's not even a gzeres If that's the case, when do goyim have to start keeping sheva mitzvahs b'nei noyach? You think, if it's halach l'mash does that apply to goyim? No. Halach l'mash misina is only for Yisrael. So when, are, when do goyim have to start keeping their seven noachai laws? When they become a bardas, right? What about when does a Yisrael have to start to keep Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noyach? We know as part of the 613, as part of the 613, there's Sheva Mitzvahs So you'll say a very good svara. They're not worse than a guy. If a guy has to start keeping Sheva Mitzvahs at 7, 8 years old, then the Chorah, a Jewish kid, has to start to keep the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noyach when they're a Bardas. What? But maybe that Lachamash Messina is only for mitzvahs, of, but not for the, not for Inyanim that also Goyim have to keep. So says Rameyar Simcha, Gavaldi Galamdas. The Gemara in Yavamas that says the Isser of Zoros is not Chal at all until he's 13, that's the Isser of Shechting as a non Kayin. Who's not a Shecht as a non Kayin? A Jew. There's no Isser for a Goy to Shecht as a non Kayin. So that's a din of the Torah. The dinaya Torah are not chal until 13 years old. Therefore, the Isra of Shechting as a czar is not chal until the kid is 13 years old. But the Isra of living with a behemah is one of the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Noyach. When it comes to Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Noyach, it is the guidelines are not Yud Gimel Shana. The guidelines are when you become a Bardas, because you can't have it more lenient than by a guy. Mamela, the Gemara says that the behemoth caused a takala for the kid. Because for this kid, other Averos he would be allowed to do. He'd be allowed to speak Lashon Hara. He'd be allowed to wear Shanes. But he's still now to violate the Shev Mitzvah B'nai Noyach. It's hard to understand, Rebbe. The Shev Mitzvah B'nai Noyach, when you're a Bardas, I understand. But you're going to tell me that a, that a, that a Bardas is only Mechuyah and Shev Mitzvah B'nai Noyach, not... He's a bar das to be keep the Shabbos. Yeah. But say Kriyashma. Yeah. He's not chayev. Why only the Shabbos explain? No, he's a yid. He's not a yid. You, Actually, he's not. Doesn't have a nishmas yisrael yet. The Zayar says you don't have nishmas yisrael until you're 13 years old. He's not mechuyev. That's how the mayor Simcha says that the avada. You have an obligation to train the kid. But you can't obligate the kid per se inherently and say you're obligated now. Let's say I'll give you an example. The father has to train the kid. The kid doesn't want to. You have a kid. I don't want to go to shul. You have to train them. But I have a question. 
What are you going to do? You're going to force the kid. Say, I don't want to go. You're going to force the kid because you have a mitzvah of chinuch. The whole reason for chinuch is you want him to do it when he's older. If he doesn't want to do it now, and you're going to force him, then you would think the other way around. If you're going to force, he's not going to do it when he's older. But but you'll say, but the kid has to do it himself. He doesn't. He really doesn't. That's what Rameir Simcha is saying. That to answer the Sira and Shas is that when do we say that it's usher for a child? That's by like the situation of the Gemara and Sanhedrin. There's no obligation on the kid himself. There's no obligation on the kid himself. That is not even Matsuva, that would come of Asachas, by the way. The Nachal uh, Yitzchak, you know who the Nachal Yitzchak is? Rabbi Yitzchak Ochanan Specter. He also says the same Lamdas, that if it's Sheva Mitzvah Bnei Noyach, it's usher for the kid, he just doesn't get punished. If it's a regular Mitzvah, it's not, if he's not even Matsuva, it's not even usher. So following this line of logic, if you have a Bar Das, let's say kid's nine years old, and accidentally the light goes off in the house, and you say to him, oh, it's so dark. No, you have to train him. But, but, but Shabbos is different. Shabbos, you're mitzvah on your children. You are mitzvah on your children. He doesn't have to keep the Shabbos. You have to make sure he keeps the Shabbos. So I tell him during the no, you're not. Right no, you can't time. do it. No, you, he can't do it for you. If you see him doing it on his own, you have to stop him. But not because of him, because of you. The same way your behema can't do it work. Your bun of ketanim can't do work. You should be mechanechem. But he doesn't have to do it on his own. That's a, you know, that's, for me, that's a big hit. I mean, you would, if you would ask a hundred Jews, bar das, are they mechuyiv and shabbos? Mechuyiv, not shabbos. Mechuyiv and shabbos, or kriyash, or whatever. I think many of them will tell you, for sure, there's only zero bar Midai raisa? They're not mechuyiv. That's and, the, and are they and they get no onish? They're not they're not subject to any onshin that if they if they do it. Because there's a big kash, you know, in the father when the kid becomes a minister, the father says Baksha Patrani. Patrani from what? They know the the Right. Um, I mean, the people say, you know, if the kid does something wrong, it goes on your account. But the question is, but it, when it goes on your account, they're not mitzvah. That's why many achorim say Baksha Patrani. The kid is no longer responsible for the parent because the halacha is that Hashem could Hashem punish a child for the parent's averos. Now that the kid is thirteen, he's free from that. So, so okay. But he's the one that should say Baruch Tarani. The kid should say it to the parent. So Baruch Tarani, some learn it's going on the kid's exemption now. And why is the kid saying it? Though the parent is saying it. But you also have the child that you have to teach him. If he didn't do it, you're you're mechuyiv to but the kid has no chiyuv. You have to watch out. The kid should do You have to watch out, but he doesn't. In other words, if you have a smart kid who knows, he says, "I know my parents have to be mechanech me, <laughs> but I'm not home this Shabbos." Right? It comes out. A kid who says, "My parents have to be I'm, I'm away this Shabbos. He doesn't have to keep the Shabbos. Of course it is. Arias. All Arias, yeah. This is the answer of the Arsameach and Rabbi Yitzhak The next answer, the answer of the Chalkas Yoyav, the Kinskarav. 
He says a very interesting thing. He says a Gavaldig Alamdas. You ready for this Lamdas? He says there's a mitzvah, there's a chilik between mitzvahs that have hana and mitzvahs that don't have hana. A mitzvah that doesn't have hana. So now the question is, let's say a katan. A katan is going to put on tzitzis. He's mitzvah and tzitzis. He's not a bardas. He's like misasik. What's the reason why you're not mechayev, a katan, to be mechayev mitzvahs? Because uh, it's not even a kiyam of a mitzvah, or vice versa. What's the reason why a katan, the kinskarov says like this, Really, children are not mechuyev. Not only they don't get punished, they're not mechuyev at all. Why are they not mechuyev? Because if a katan speaks lashon hara, you know what it's like? Mesasek. I'll give you an example. You forget it's Shabbos and you turn on the light. What is that called? Shagig. Shagig. What is the following called? You're walking down your hallway and your shoulder brushes into a light. What is that? Nothing. Masasik, you were doing something else entirely. You didn't forget, you were unaware, you were involved in doing something else. It was ein boy das. Since a katan doesn't have das, therefore his actions are not considered uh, significant. So he's not mitzvah to keep the Torah because it's meaningless. Violating and fulfilling doesn't have any value. Okay, But there's a rule by Masasik that if you're nene from what you do, it's asar. For example, even a masasek in arayos or, or eating chelev. Let's say somebody eats chelev. They didn't even realize. You know, they, um, it's not that they thought this was something else. Let's say they were just, somebody put a bowl in front of them, somebody put popcorn in front of them, right? And under the popcorn was uh, chelev. And they're munching on popcorn, and they munch on the chelev. They're completely masasek. They're chayev. Why? Because they're nene. Once you get hana, the hana translates into a conscious positive act. Therefore, says the Kinskarov, a katan is not... But that, the hana came after the fact. Doesn't matter. Hana, the, the, the reality of benefiting from something is considered a real act. So if I, was, if I hit the light switch walking down the hallway... What hana do you get? No. Then, I, then I'm reading a book and I read No, book you're, not, you're not nene from the malacha. You didn't get any hana in the act of brushing oh. your elbow on the... I'm going to the street, somebody sitting in the light, walk by some house, the light goes on. You thought they had any of them going on. Yeah. That's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. No, it's not a shy gig. Yeah, right, it's nothing. But you enjoyed the light, not dark anymore. So basically like this. So says the Kinskarov, in the case where the katan was shaykhev and behema, He's nene, so even though normally a katan is not chayiv in mitzvahs, because he doesn't get any hana from the mitzvah, uh, normally a katan is not, is, is not mechayiv in mitzvahs, that's because his act is considered a thoughtless act, an act without das. And therefore, if in this, that's why the Gemara Yivama says that the isr of shechting as a czar, that isr is not chal, until the moment he gets two sarois, and he, it was not usher before, because that's a act without any kavana and any intention. Masha'in Kane, if the katan is shaykhev and behema, he's nene, so even though typically he would be considered mesasek, but mesasek is chayev when you get hana, and that's why the katan would be chayev. So again, according to the Kinskarov, can a katan go and flagrantly violate an avera? Yeah, 
as long as he's not Nene. So even according to this answer, a katan is not really mitzvah in mitzvahs. Okay? Um, the Avnei Nezer, who is the Rebbe of the um, Chalkas Yoyev, he disagrees vehemently with this concept. Look at number eight. Number eight, Really, um, then Yesh So, oh, by the way, if a katan would live with a behema, it's Osir, it's just we don't punish him. Mashenkin, if he's not Nene, then it's not even Osir. Ben Yisur, the Masasik Paterbehu, the Katan Komasav Kemasasik. So the, the Avnei Nezer says, Tmihani, the Katan Yishlei Maisa. The Avnei Nezer says, I vehemently disagree. Because you're saying in general, a Katan's acts are not, are like Masasik. The Avnei Nezer feels the act of a Katan is a Maisa. For example, the halacha is, let's say a Katan carves out a nut. Is it Makabal Tama? The halacha is, if you consciously carve out an item to make it a kli, it's makabal tumah if you did a conscious maisa. So let's say a katan sits down and he carves out a nut and now you have a kli. Is it makabal tumah? Avada. What do you mean? He's a katan! Yeah, but he did it with das. So the Avanez is basically arguing on both answers that we said. That how can you say the act of a katan is not a maisa? Uh, and again, he reiterates it in Simen Reshamach. Um, that the act of a katan should be considered an act. And therefore the Avnei Nezer suggests the following answer. Now, Avnei Nezer says that really a katan is not allowed to do an Avera. So the question, if he's not allowed to do an Avera, why does the Gemara Nivama say that he's uh, not Muzhar, he's not warned? So, says Avnei Nezer, there are two things here. There's an Avera, and then, then there's the warning. And it's possible that something could be in an Avera even if you're not Muzhar on it. it says Amnizer, why what's the definition? What does it mean to be Mazhir somebody not to do something? What are you warning him? Are you warning him not to do it? Or are you warning him don't do it and get punished? No, punishment is not in your control. Punishment is a card of barking. No, but no but, but what's the Indian that we warn someone not to do an Avera? Is it we don't want you to do the Avera or is it whether you do the Avera or not, it's your business. We're warning you, and Hashem's warning you because He doesn't want to get you punished. You don't, he doesn't want you to be punished. So the Avdinezer is Mechadesh, that the Indian of Azhara is solely and only for the purpose of Oinshem. And therefore like this, a katan doesn't get punished. Since he doesn't get punished, it doesn't mean it's not Navira, it just means he's not Muzhar. Because the purpose of being Muzhar is only 
See, I would have thought you're warned because we don't want you to do it. Now, whether you do it or not, that's your business. We're warning you because we don't want you to get hurt and punished. Therefore, the Gemara Yavamah says he's not in Mozart because since you're not in Enosh, therefore you're not in Mozart. It's still Asr to you, right? But it's still Asr. It's still an Avera. You're not in Mozart, you're not warned so against it. Maybe say it's not even an Avera, it's Asr to you. But it's not out of error, because if you're a cut, then there's no cut. No, but what does it mean? What is, so why is it us, sir? So why is it us, sir? Because you had a bris. I mean, you, 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 you may not be a full-fledged member. See, you're an associate member of the Jewish people. You're an associate member of the Jewish people. It's, you, you, it's us up for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, us, sir, means it's us because it's an avera. Meaning it's a wrong deed, it's a bad deed. It's something Jewish people won't do. I mean So I mean that's what we're saying. We're saying that Muzhar Muzhar usually the Khidr of the Avnezar is Muzhar one would think is connected to it being an Avera. And the Avnezar is saying Muzhar is solely connected to the concept of uh Ainshim. Okay, Rabbi say one last idea. One last idea. And that is the way Rabbi Khanan uh, says it. Rabbi Hanan in two places in the Kaivet Ha'arais, in Simen Ayin Hei Siv Katan Beis, and Simen Lamed Gimel Siv Katan Ches, and that is, the Rabbi Hanan says, V'yinei b'hada amar sham b'gamara, d'hada katan pater, mishum d'chas rachman alay, v'habahim alay chas, so from the Gemara of Shoichem and Mehem, it's mashma that a katan is now to do it. Ain lefarish the chas rachman al katan lepatra me oynesh. Don't say what the Gemara means is he's exempt from the punishment, but really he's now to do it because it's not true. The hamavur said perak dal rachim the chshehevi shteisars chal and love kol yisum vasachas, meaning boy de katan enoy muzar klal. What's the reason a katan is not Muzar? Is it because there's nobody to warn? I mean, let's clarify Akira. Is the is, is, is it that you can't warn a katan? He's not even going to know what you're talking about. He's not capable of accepting a warning. Even yeah. Is it, is it that he doesn't have sufficient das to be makabel hazara? Or is it the reason why he's not warned is because we're, we're, um, we're chas on him. We have rachmanas on him. He's not bar kibule hazara. One second. One second. What Rabbi Hanan seems to be saying is that we could have the following chakira. What what does it mean?
What does it mean that a katan is not muzhar on Yisrei Taira? Why is he not muzhar? This is not onish. No, that was the that was the Avnei Nezer. What's the reason why a katan is not muzhar? What, what does muzhar mean? What, what impact does it have? <coughs> Torah and go together. What, 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 what does Musar mean? According to Rebbe Khanna, I mean, let's say a guy. Why is a guy not Musar? A guy is not Musar because uh, he's allowed to do it. The, the, by a guy, what's the reason why we don't warn a guy? Because a guy can't understand the warning? It's not because he can't understand. It's because there's no reason to warn him because it, there's no reason it should be usher for him to do it in the first place. There's no, there's no reason it should be usher for him in, in the first place. So is it that by a katan there's no reason it should be usher to him? Or is there is a reason it should be usher to him? It's just there's a technical thing that the warning process will not be an effective one. So says Rebbe Hanan, he doesn't have the, enough das to be able to makabel our azhara. However... However, if he did have enough das to be Mekabalar Ashara, we should technically warn him. Meaning, is it that Hashem doesn't care if he does it or not? Or Hashem cares if he does it, it's just we have no way of warning him and explaining to him why he shouldn't do it. Meaning, is it that there's nothing wrong if a katan does it? Or it's we have no way of conveying to him that, it, that he shouldn't do it. Rabbi Hanan learns the latter. That it's different than a guy. A guy, there's no reason to explain to him uh, not to do it because uh, it's not a problem if he does it. By a katan, it is what the Lashon Rabbi Hanan is. The sibas ha'isur is there. The cause of the isur is there. The way the stipler explains it further is that the way the stipler explains it is that the act of a katan living with a behema it's still despicable by Ine Hashem. It's still something the Rav Hashem doesn't want. It's just that we can't warn him. And he's not, he's technically, um, he's tef- technically exempt and he's te- technically extricated from the category of being someone who's capable of receiving a warning. But it's still a Maisa, um, which is considered a Maisa Isser. Look at number 14. The stipler says, that according to Toysus and Shvuas, that katan ena afilu basarim the chal of Israel sheni v'nira bezeh the hagam sheena muzar kol mikamakoy machshava machshava terkola the al kapanim etzem hamaisa machshava maisa Israel v'gami sheena muzar b'mufurosh mikamakoy miaved la havele maisa di Israel kaaved. And in that case, if he knows that it's against Hashem's Ratan and he still does it, he's a chaytei. Meaning the, the katan who does it is still a sinner. He hasn't technically violated the Avera, but it's still something that Hashem doesn't want him to do, and it's against the Ratan of Hashem. There is a category that even if something's not technically an Avera, it's still against Ratan of Hashem. Be it as it may, there is a big shaila that Ramah discusses in Shin, Simon Shin Mem Gimel. Should a katan do tshuva for something he did wrong as a katan, when he becomes a bar mitzvah? Should tshuva be done? You know, 
The Ramah says, you hit, somebody hit their father, or cursed their father, do they have to do tshuva, or, not, or, so, or any Avera? Somebody did any Avera. Why would we encourage him to do it? Why wouldn't we what? encourage him to do it? it it's so we don't. No, we. It's not chinuch anymore. There's no chinuch. He's 13 years old. There's no chinuch. But he recognizes that what he did was wrong, so he should do tshuva. Why should he do tshuva? You don't do things that are not necessary. Why should he do tshuva? What? There are enough things to do tshuva for when you're a gadol. That why you have to worry about things that you're not responsible to do tshuva. So it's really dependent on this lamdos. If you're going to say like the arsameach, or you're going to say like the kinskarav that a katan is b'chlal not matzuva at all, there would be no reason to do tshuva for an avera that a katan didn't. In fact, Ramah says, you don't have to. You don't have to. He says, ain't sarach tshuva. But it's toiv to. On the other hand, on the other hand, according to um, the stipler, he should be matzuva to do tshuva, because he did, he did an avera. Have a great Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.